everyone, hope you're well. Um, I am here with Chris, and uh, anyone that doesn't know Chris, he does hang out on LinkedIn quite a bit, so any of the Facebook lot might not know, but uh, he has uh, IPRAC and uh, an incredible uh, events business down in Cannes. I was due to do my five-day challenge this week, uh, but we had to reschedule that due to various other commitments and uh, the joys of being busy, I guess. So I do apologize, but I did have Chris booked in to uh, speak on that challenge. And I thought, let's not waste that opportunity because it's always great to pick his brain and see what he's up to and, and get some golden nuggets from him. So um, if you do have any questions as we're kind of talking, uh, please just ping them in the comments and we will we will go through them and we will answer them for you. Um, and, uh, and we'll go through it. But yeah, I think um, very much just freestyle tonight, Chris. I think that, that's all we were going to do really with the training side of things. And um uh, you and I are both quite aligned on trust brand marketing to sort of mm. scale your businesses. And yep. I think we're, we're, we've both had a lot of success in scaling these short-term rental businesses. Um, so we, we kind of speak from experience there. You have a hell of a lot more experience than me. And, um, you know, we, we, we but, but I think we're, we're both very aligned in what, in what we're doing. And I think the reason we've both had success scaling is because we're quite aligned on the same, the same thoughts. So, I want to, where should we start? I want to dive into IPRAC because I know it's a huge thing for you, but really it's been a huge thing for me. And I know we were talking about this on Clubhouse uh, a while ago. And um, mm -hmm. it's an incredible movement that you've kind of started. And um, yeah. a question for you, because obviously I've just started kind of my franchise movement and I've been overwhelmed with the... Um, interest, should we say, and the people that have already signed up and taken the licenses. Um, I imagine IPRAC blew off as well. I mean, looking at it, it was kind of an idea. And then I think you always deep down think this is going to work, but you never really know until you go to the market. And then mm. obviously it has, it's taken off, you know, quite considerably. Were you expecting it? Um, that's a really good question because, you know, when we, I knew there was a gap in the market for it, absolutely. But, you know, anything new that comes to market, there's a huge level of education around the idea. So it's like, even though I've like kind of, you know, brought this idea and this platform together of two years of work at the same time, when you come to develop it and launch it, you know, people are still looking at it from an outside point of view. So they're looking at it thinking, what is it? How does it work? How does it benefit me as a, as a short-term rental manager or a host? And, even though you you try to do explain that on your website, you've probably found that with the franchise model, doing it over a platform took a lot of tweaking mm. to try to get it, you know, to try to get the message on point so that people actually got what what we were trying to achieve with the uh, with with iTrack and what we're trying to do. So I think education was um, really important. So the, at the start, it was quite slow. I'll be honest. Um, but as soon as we got the educational side of it on point, then people just clicked into it and understood the, you know, understood the, the power of it and what it and what it needed. And then we had a, a bigger shift when people realized just how important showcasing professionalism is within this mm -hmm. within this industry. There's still a lot of people who operate in this industry who don't. And I think they'll they'll have a choice to either come on board or not. But I think if they don't come on board, they're just going to fade out anyway because you know the industry's changing, as you know. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a instant success, that's for sure. But it was. But I knew it would be a success once we, you know, got the messaging and the education behind the brand and behind the message. And once we did that, then all of a sudden people just started, you know, seeing the value and and, and joining. Yeah. So I'd say it took about seven or eight months from launch to we really started really picking up the pace of, of members coming on board. Yeah, we, we've seen something quite similar actually with the franchise. So we launched November last year and it probably wasn't the best time to launch. It was always just planned to be a soft launch anyway. But then it's only, I did a webinar three weeks, four weeks ago, three weeks ago, and that just seems to have unlocked it. And I think it's kind of, as you say there, we it really just educates people on what it is and how it works and the intricacies, but more importantly, what the benefits of it are and how they mm. can trust in it and how they're going to benefit from, you know, a trusted brand that already has all the layers of, you know, trust marketing that we go on about all the time. And, um, yeah. 
But I could have quite easily sort of John Feb gone, oh, this isn't working, I'm just going to sack this off and focus on the uh, core yeah. business. And I think, um, you know, that would have been an easy decision to make and cut all the market and stop spending on it and, you know, and just go forward. But I guess the resilience is always what pulls you through as entrepreneurs. And I think, you know, mm. that's the problem that most people face. If we look at the mindset of, of, of entrepreneurs, you know, most people will quit and that's why they don't get to where they need to go. But um, it's, it's yeah. nice to say that because I, in my head, thought IPRAC, I just heard about it and was like, I got to get involved in that. And I just assumed everybody else would be like that, but obviously no. they're not. Um, no. But, no. It, but you know what? The, the other thing as well, I mean, in today's world of online and business and with everything going on, you know, attention is, is a real commodity right now. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's like, because of people, if you look at the activity of people, even looking, if you sit on a train or a bus or anywhere in the public, in a restaurant, and you watch people on their devices, they're not, they're just scrolling around, you know, they're not actually, they're not actually concentrating on one aspect of something. You, you know what I mean? So they're, they're literally yeah. trying to get somebody's attention for like 15, 20 minutes today is really, really difficult. Yeah. So, trying to get your messaging right and somebody to say whoa stop i need to read i need to investigate this this could be really cool or really benefit to my business i'm going to stop take note block everything else out and concentrate on it and once they do that that's when they understand it yeah but you've got to get them and that's why that's why everybody that's why everybody today is 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 trying to create attention because they they know that attention is a commodity now and it's a currency. If if you can get somebody's attention, that's when you can sell, or that's when you can, you know, tell them about your brand, tell them about your idea, tell them about who you are, you know. And that's really hard today, you know, because people's attention spans are really, really low. And that's just a, a matter of you know the way that uh, life is being designed right now with people on, you know, on the de on their devices and just scrolling around like, you know. I mean, I don't do Instagram and Facebook and other ones, but I've I know about it and I know how people are just kind of, you know, if, if you're honest with yourself, if you use them, you'll be, you'll, you'll accept that, that you don't really stop and take note of something that really stands out. Mm -hmm. And it's our job as, as entrepreneurs who are building platforms like your franchise model and like IPRAC is to say, how do you get somebody to stop and take note and attention of what you're trying to do and what you were trying to achieve because when you do that then you capture their attention and then they see the value and the benefit and that's when they come on board yeah yeah and i think if we scale that back to you know direct bookings or, or just bookings in general you know for our our units and for you know all the audience who are listening who operate units we, it's the same right you know they're on airbnb or they're on booking channels or whatever and we need to grab their attention amongst all of the noise that's there. And, um, and that's for me where I see this, this IPRAC trust certification. It's funny, actually, we had, and I know we've spoke about this because, in fact, it was when you had a little look over my website and you kind of analysed and sent me some stuff through. Um, so the, uh, we had a management meeting today and my uh, SEO guy who looks at multi-users mouse flow to watch what goes on on the website and see where people are logging off and stuff he mm. says people are getting to the landing page and they're not they're not triggering they're not buying um and i was like you know mm. what have we got on there and so and i remember you were saying we need all the trust certificates on there we need you know all this sort of stuff and unfortunately that is a development outside of my control with the channel manager mm -hmm. but i am speaking to Vinny about it and i have highlighted it again today like listen these are the statistics of people getting to this page and then they're dropping off. So we know yeah, we, need bounce to rate, get, yeah. we need to get the trust element on that page because it's everywhere else. But then at the probably the most crucial part, which is where they're going to pay the money, they need that sort of, you know, so mm. I said to I said to Faraz, I was like, listen, just design something that sits at the footer or sits at the header for now on those pages that just basically screams, your money is protected, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's crucial control. yeah yeah and it's but it's, the, sort of it's the psychology it's the psychology of consumer purchase you know I mean, we've talked about this before you know it's like if you want to go and buy a I don't know, let's say a t-shirt online 
for like 20, 20, 20 pounds, $20, whatever. Then, you know, that, that level of investment doesn't really scare you that much. It's 20 pounds. You know, it's in, your, it's, in a, it's in a stage where it's like, you know what, it's not really. But when you start talking about short-term rentals, there's two aspects to it. One, it's expensive. So you're asking somebody to pay a lot of money out, and rightly so. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they're also, that's where they're going to lay their head and sleep at night. So these are two aspects of that. You really, really need to get the trust factor right. Because for one, you, you, they're spending their hard-earned money and a lot of it. So it's not like 20 pounds here. You know, some of these rentals that we do can be anywhere between two, three, five, and 20 grand. Mm-hmm. So you're asking somebody to say, okay, I'm going to pay a 7,000 pound deposit, you know, because, you know, that's the deposit that's required now to book the property. How are you going to get somebody to pay you 7,000 without any trust? It's just not going to happen, you know? Yeah. So the psychology behind it, and then all of a sudden it's like, if that property doesn't exist, I'm not going to have anywhere to stay. And I'm £7,000 out of pocket. I mean, where's the scenario of your subconscious mind goes in there and think, yeah. no, I'm not, no, I'm, I'm not booking. So subconsciously, a client will go onto your website and if they're not straight away um, attracted to the trust factor and you haven't got them in with the trust signals, then nine times out of 10, they're going to go. Yeah. You know, and that's what you're talking about before, the bounce rate. The homepage bounce rate, which Google Analytics will outline pretty clearly, but you, obviously you've got a more sophisticated um, technology. Yeah, no, it, you can see where people are going, and it's yeah, true. Yeah. And I mean, just walking away. If you think about like my site, I would say is pretty much up there with as much trust as we can get. Obviously, we're always trying to improve it, but compared to the majority of people, um, we're still people are going homepage, searching for the booking getting to the final payment stage. And that's when they're kind of like, we're seeing quite a drop off, uh, quite mm. high in fact. So, you know, that's, that's trust from signals. a web, that, that, but that's from a website that has a lot of trust built into it. You know, obviously we can always improve. Well, so you, yeah, but you go to, you go to the bog standards of, Oh, I've just got a website. It's a direct booking oh. website, you know, and they've got no IPRAC certifications or, you know, I mean, yes, you need the certification, but even if you don't want to invest in the certification, somehow you need to demonstrate, that you are trustworthy, whether it's reviews, whether it's whatever, you know, and and a lot of them don't. And, you know, so it'd be interesting to see um, the bounce rates of those websites, whether they even get past the homepage to the booking page or whether it's just literally homepage, boom, off. Off, gone, you know, and and they're not coming back. But I mean, the thing is, what you've got to look at is that this is why you've got, um, you know, like like technology and consumers, purchasing psychology around trust signals and what trust signals do is that it's like you capture the trust at the start okay but you've got to take them on that journey from start all the way to checkout you know what i mean so you've the the trust signals pop up all the way through the journey Mm -hmm. all the way to checkout you know and one of and one of the biggest ones at the end is when somebody's ready to pay their their money that's like the kind of the you know that's the money shot if you want to call it in terms of like, right, how, how do you really convert this? How are they going to type in that credit card number and press that button to pay, right? And that is like using very, you know, it's not, it's not, I wouldn't say that it's like high-end technology. It's psychology of yeah. keeping the trust, keeping the trust going all the way through the journey, like a relationship. You can build it at the start, but you can break it at any time. And it's the same with a website journey. You've got to keep it from start to finish. And even when they finish, even when they pay, and so many, so many operators lose the trust after they've paid because they feel that the journey is complete, but it isn't. You know, the journey is still going because they need to receive their, their a branded receipt, a nice confirmation email. And then they need to, you know, the pre-accommodation, the pre-arrival communication, then the actual stay then the, the after sales are coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a journey from the day they arrive on your website all the way till they check out and more. And yeah. there's trust signals and there's trust signals all the way through there. And, and most people, if you go and do your own journey of your own website, you say, I lost, and you're honest with the, the whole journey, I lost trust there. I lost it there. I lost it there. And you can pick it out. I mean, if you look at Amazon, you know, look, Amazon is probably the 
it's not the, it's not the nicest website is it <laughs> right but what they do very very well is they bring in the trust signals at the right at the right times and they make it very very quick so it you don't have to click five times when it can be once yeah right you know what I mean? you because that's one, one click pay now <laughs> well well this is it and and um you know and and but they understand that this is not only bringing more consumer trust it's bringing more retention more referral you know what I mean? And, they, and these, they get it. They understand what it means. They don't need the best looking website out there. What they need no. is a website that brings the trust all the way through the journey. And that's what, that's why consumers continue to go back every time. And, yeah. and I mean, we, we, we need to bring that into short term rentals. Yeah, 100%. I mean, this is one of the reasons I had the vision for the franchise model after building up the brand is obviously with coaching a lot of people as well, I kind of see the pitfalls and the, mm. the question's always like, you know, I'm new, I keep getting knocked back, I keep getting, you know, no's and I'm struggling and, you know, it's demotivating. So I was like, right, well, I don't get that because we go in and we say like, you know, we've got hundreds of properties, we're experienced over 300 plus landlords, trust us, da 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 da, da. Mm. And all of a sudden people perk up and they're like, okay, I'm going to listen now, you know? Yeah. I had my first, and it was really pleasing this because this is one of the reasons I set this whole thing up was um, I had my first franchisees come into the office uh, the other day for a chat. And I said, how was your first visit in the estate agents? They were like, oh, it was a breeze. I said, well, what happened? They said, oh, we just walked in. We explained we're part of Luke's days. We've got our management, da, 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 da. And we've got all this all over the world. Instantly, they sat down and wanted to talk to them, and then they secured a property within the first, within the first like week or visit or whatever. Um, yeah, you know. So that is exactly why I think this the the franchise model has so much value in it, and that comes back to this oh. whole trust element because absolutely, you know, people unfortunately trust businesses in their infancy and. Some for good reasons, some for not so good reasons. At the end of the day, we all have to start somewhere and we were all given a chance. And I believe you should always give people a chance. But mm. it, there are a lot of people who are just like, nah, you're not experienced, so you're not getting a chance. You know, So that's where this whole trust element then helps because you have the trusted support and you can use a brand that is also trusted. And it Absolutely. Just, that, that, that just highlights there again that mm. the psychology of humans is if you can instill trust in stage one of the meet, then, you know, whether it's online, offline or wherever, then, you know, you're going to want to do things. You know, we've all been there where we go, I don't know, into a business meeting or we go to a networking do, or we might even just go out with some friends and they bring another friend along and all of a sudden you go, I just don't like that guy. I just don't get that vibe off him, you know. I feel mm. like he's a bit, you know, he's, I just mm. feel like, you get that, don't you? And all of a sudden you Absolutely, make a judgment yeah. based on that. And, yeah. and business is no different. Websites are no different. And, um, Absolutely. you know, I think it is how we, how we portray ourselves. I've got an interesting question here. I, could, I think I know the answer, but I'm going to let you answer it. Um, how does IPRAC membership differ from the STAA? Which is the short the term. ST, well, short, for short, one, the STA is UK based only. And it's not accountable. Yeah. So there's no accountability. There's no insurance behind it. So let's say, for instance, you with accreditation and certification, you've got to have accountability. It's not about showing a logo because anybody can show a logo. It's what happens if something goes wrong. Where's the assurances? Where's the guarantees that that guest? Who does that guest call when something goes wrong? Because if they if something goes wrong with them, then it's like where there's no guarantee. There's no insurances behind the, the accreditation. So it's a trust logo with not enough accountability behind it. So that's where the, the difference between IPRAC and the, the, uh, the STEA is that we've built in the accountability side of it so that if anybody has a problem, they, you know, all of the payments that are made to an IPRAC member, as you know, are guaranteed. So they, they don't do that. So where yeah. so from a if you if from a from a guest point of view, if if you ask me the question, okay, what why would I book with you because you're you've got a certification of STAA? I don't know. If you ask me the question, why would you book 
with me because I'm IPRAC certified, I would say because all of your payments are guaranteed and insured. Mm -hmm. So there's accountability behind the logo, not just yeah. the logo. So, yeah. and, the, and the fact that we're global and more recognized with international travel. Yeah, I think with the SAA as well, if I'm right in thinking, you can actually just pay for a membership. And there's yeah, not there's as no much certain, quali no there's no like quali qualified approval. Obviously, with you no. guys, you've got to be operating for a certain time. You've got to tick a lot of boxes and, and then you get the rubber stamp. Um, as Which well as is, the insurance backside as well. Absolutely, but that's why, because we have an underwriter who, who, who basically, we've got a, an underwriter who insures all of the payments that are made directly to our members. So we're not even holding the money, as you know, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But our underwriters know our certification process and approval process, so they know the in-depth, robust process we go through. And because of that, they say, yeah, we're going to underwrite this. And it's exactly that. You know I mean? Look, in, in six years, um, we haven't had any one person who's, who's committed fraud as an IPAC yeah. member. So every consumer who's booked through an IPAC member has booked and they've arrived and everything's gone well and everything's existed and they've had a great service because we haven't had any... We've had complaints coming back saying, oh, the guy or the check-in was 20 minutes late. But that, you know, that can happen. But I mean, that's not a, that's not unprofessional. That's just that, you know, that can happen. But I mean, yeah. we've installed a system where we're ensuring the fact that a consumer, a guest is guaranteed. So why, why wouldn't they, uh, they feel safe, comfortable, they trust. And, that, yeah. and I think yeah, that yeah. is the difference between the STA. I think they're more like the AA logo. Um, and I think it's easily copied as well. I mean, you know, like the ABTA logo, if you want, there's no, if you look at the IPRAT logo, every IPRAT logo is unique because of the ID number that's embedded in the logo. There's no other certification in the world doing that. Yeah. That's a technology, that's a technology that we built. So I think we're a, a lot, I think we're more ahead of the STA and what we provide, but at the same time, it's what you feel comfortable with and what you believe your consumers need to hear. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think, you know, that's pretty much what I was going to say with the STA. I think it's a bit like the PRS scheme. You can pretty much just pay to be approved and, and then you're in, which doesn't really give any credibility to it. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I, accountability is important. You know, a guest needs to know what happens if something goes wrong. Yeah. And they, and that's, you know, that's the truth. That's, that's the security in their mind to make the book. A yeah, I mean, look, I it's, mean, it's, you know, it's like a risk-free guarantee, isn't it? Like yeah, you see well, it online, it. it's like 30 days money back if you don't enjoy it versus pay and you're not getting anything back if you don't enjoy it. Well, you're always going to go with the 30 days money back because... Of course. Yeah, yeah. And, and the amount of claims on those is minimal, like 2%, 5% maybe, because people, they want to do it. They just need that push over the line to be able to safely go, okay, yeah, I'll put my money there because I know I'm protected. And, and you're seeing it all over, you know, and, you know, everything I do now has got guarantees, and, um, you know, backed with it. You know, even the franchise model. I'm basically saying mm -hmm. if you do not get enough deals to pay for your fee, I'll give you your money back plus two and a half grand because I'm that confident that we can get them to where they need to be because we also have a selection process to make sure that we're taking on the right entrepreneurs that have got the right mindset, the right financial capacity. It's not just a case of all paying, you can come in and give it a go. It's like yeah. we want the right partners in the right places who've got the right mindset and will show up and do the work and get the results. So yeah. I've got guarantees to say, if you don't, I'll, I'll give you the money back because I know you'll yeah. get the results. If you're selected out of, you know, with so many applications, I think mean, the guys have been so busy in the office on the interviews and stuff. But, um, you know, if you're selected, then you're going to work because, you know, yeah, I've yeah. coached hundreds of people. I've kind of seen what works, what doesn't work. And yes, you can't get it right all the time, but as a majority, you can say that type of personality seems to do very well. That type of personality mm. doesn't. And, you know, and also I'm looking for people that want to build empires, which kind of probably brings us on to the next bit. But I, I, I don't, you know, I had a meeting the other day with, with a potential and they just wanted to build a little handful of units. Well, that's not what we want in the franchise. We want people who want to build empires. You know, we want thousands and thousands of units worldwide under the brand all fighting for the same sort of cause 
And, you know, that, that doesn't mean that they weren't a good fit. It's just right now their mindset isn't there. They don't want to put the work in to get there. So I don't think they'll get a good payback on the franchise fee. So mm. it's not a case of just taking money off people, you know. It's like, you know, it's something bigger than that, this. It's a, it's a legacy well, it, thing. This. I think, uh, yeah, for sure. And I think as well, you know, when you go back to the question there with like, with, about about IPRAC as well it's more of a there's there's tools behind the the certification isn't it like you've got your IPRAC profile that's a marketable tool mm. you know what I mean which which shows all of the certification that you've gone through your logo people can look at your certificate from the profile so there's you know we build it in that way so that it can give the consumer what they're looking for from the outside so if you're a, a, a guest or, I mean a host or a property manager you can have that conversation with a potential guest saying, listen, we're IPRAC approved, you know, so you can book with confidence. All of your payments are guaranteed. Here's our, here's our, here's our ID number. Go and check us out on the IPRAC platform. They can go at will, type in your ID number and look at who you are and your approval and register their booking. And, 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 and it's just all kind of geared up for the consumer to feel that, ah, you know what? There's somebody else sitting somewhere that's protecting us. Yeah. So even though it's direct, they know that there's somebody else sitting there, like a certification, like IPRAT. Like if something goes wrong, we know where we can go. We know who we can call. And that is a third party verification. So it helps the it helps the guest because they're like, okay, we're booking direct, but they're they're in the picture as well. You know, and a lot of people, that's why a lot of people look to book through booking.com and Airbnb, because if you do that, if you ask the question, why do you book through booking.com or Airbnb? A lot of the people say, well, because we trust them. Yeah, right? that's the second one. And two, if something goes wrong, you know, we're not calling Peter, who's got a part time job or he's got a half a decent website and he's just got a mobile number on his website or, you know, on, in a Gmail account. You know, we're calling a big brand here and saying, listen, we arrived, something went wrong. We paid six grand. We want our money back. Yeah. You know, so there's a, so there's, you know, you've got to build, you know, this is why these, the trust factor is so important. And this is what I always, and I do believe that a lot of short-term rental operators are missing the opportunity to build really good quality, sustainable businesses because they're not, they're not trying to build a successful brand. They're relying too heavily on an OTA brand to drive the bookings and maybe try to convert a couple of them into direct bookings, which is very hard as well. But yeah. I think a lot of people are missing the understanding that if you start building trust and confidence and around your brand, then you can build a quality 20 property. Um, but for me, whether you're doing five properties or 200 properties, build a trusted brand behind it. You know, and people yeah. say, oh, I don't have time for that. It's just, I only have five properties. But why? I don't see why, why you should be still building a trusted yeah, brand. Yeah, there's no, there's no you, difference, is there? You know, that's, that, there's no difference because that's where you want to be. You, mm. You're building a company. And, and also yeah. the trust factor doesn't come in just for, I mean, you've mentioned it many a time. It doesn't just come in from the guest point of view to convert inquiries into rentals. This helps you go out and get, new owners who want to work mm -hmm. with you as an agency and this is like you know for years when like my business in Cannes, when we started doing our trust marketing when we back in 2007 which is years moons ago um <laughs> you know all of a sudden at one point i'm going knocking on doors going listen we're a, a rental agency based in Cannes. we're looking we've got some great clients looking for some great properties would you be enlisting our property on your website they're just on our website they're just kind of like uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because they've never heard of us, right? Yeah. And real estate's expensive. You're not just going to give your keys to anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? So all of a sudden, we started trust marketing, getting our name out there as a as a trusted brand, trust, trusted operator. And then all of a sudden, people start calling us. Oh, we've got a penthouse. Oh, we've got a four-bedroom terraced property on the closet. Oh, can you manage this for us? Can you? And all of a sudden, it, it flipped. Because people started to trust in who, what we were doing and we had a reputation to deliver. So as soon as you start doing that, you're building, you're building where guests come without you calling them and owners come 
without you calling them because it's like what what is he saying the field of dreams if you build it they will come and it's true <laughs> no it is you know? and it, i've certainly experienced that by you know having not only the the ipad logo but i guess building the brand and you know as i say it it does get easier to attract as you get bigger and as you get you know not not so necessarily bigger in terms of portfolio size just as you say bigger in terms of reputation and you know your branding and um you know the more people can trust in you the easier it is to convert and Absolutely. we've we've certainly seen i mean we've we've both built multiple businesses we've both scaled them you know to to quite successful sort of um standpoints and continue to do so what would you say has been and, and i know trust is one of them but what would you say has been kind of the backbone to to scaling your businesses and getting them to where they are um yeah definitely definitely the trust side of it fits in there but i would say also is the uh this uh, you know systems you know i i think mm. i've seen a lot of people um scale too quick with the wrong systems so they go from like four properties to like 20 properties and then back down to six and back up to nine and yeah. down to two we're not you know it's like a yo-yo effect and that's yeah. just basically because they 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 haven't got the the systems built in place to be able to accept the to accept the scale accept the growth and um and i think being able to understand that having the systems in place to be able to accept the growth but also understanding the market of what properties we need to have and when and what properties to turn down yeah um, because i think a lot of people um i mean look we manage now here in Cannes. we manage i think it's 242 apartments and, and, I, and we've been going like 20 21 years so if i could probably sit here today and say we manage 1200 mm -hmm. but we've turned all of them other ones down because for one, the owners don't they don't fit with our values. The property doesn't fit with our with our uh, our brand. So we learn to say no when a lot of other people were saying yes. And I think that again, people feel like scale is quick, but scale doesn't have to be quick. You know, scale has to be sustainable, and yeah. that's what's called. That's why we call it sustainable scale. And I think I learned that. You know, trust one definitely systems number two, and you, you know, and matching the right product with your business, you know, and um, and they all come in, they all kind of fit into because um, we've got now that reputation in Cannes that we're the most expensive, <laughs> which I like, and yeah. um, you know, and we we don't give discounts, yeah. Right? And we've got the best properties and that and, and we've got the best clients this, the, the, the thing is when you and it's really interesting that you've said those three because i literally on tuesday night with my mentees i was talking about systems and i said mm -hmm. a lot of people are quite impressed with how quickly i have scaled in such a short space of time and i said probably the reasons is is because my technological iq is well up there and yeah. I've embraced technology yeah. and I, I know how to systemize and put things together. And um, so it's really interesting that you've said that because I kind of pinpointed that the other night, that that's probably one of the backbones of how I have managed to scale so quickly because I've mm. been able to just take a property on, plug it in, go, and it's not Absolutely. gone back over like most people do. Mm. So, you know, and I say, if, if you're not, if you're not improving your technological IQ in this day and age, you ain't got a business for the next 20 years. You've got to be keeping up with technology. Um, you know, Absolutely. and then similarly over the last 12 months, we have, I took everything and anything on in the beginning because I just wanted numbers. And mm. similarly now it's like, nope, that doesn't fit the brand. There was one last night sent from Dubai. Um, owner wants us to manage a property in JVC. And um, my office manager was like, I don't think it fits the brand standards and I don't think they're willing to do it. I was like, well, they're not coming into the brand then, you know? And, and you know, we can't, we can't break the rules. You've got to have your processes, you've got to have your standards. And as you say there, also one thing uh, that I've worked uh, a lot on is at the beginning, you think you need to appeal to everybody to get the market. Whereas actually now, and, and this is like the franchise model, for example, um, you know, or even my coaching business now, it's a case of 
you know, I want the right people. I w that's the avatar that we're going after because that avatar, we will earn more money from long-term. We will also put more benefit and value into their life long-term. And it's just a much nicer place to be in rather yeah. than taking everybody and everybody on. You'll get a load of headaches from people that are not the right fit. You always get people want to chip you and this, that, and the other. And it's like, that. they're not the people we want to work with. But as you say there, like, you can be the most expensive and the most sought after because if you've got the right marketing at the right avatar, they're not bothered about price. They want the value. And mm. if you deliver that value, you could probably put your prices up. You could probably double them and they'd still mm. want to stay with you mm. because when you find that right nucleus of people that are right for your business, then, you know, it's better like, like I used to think we had to advertise to everybody. Like my business, especially in the UK, my business is contractors. So mm -hmm. our marketing not only echoes trust, it talks to contractors. We're talking yeah. to the PA that's booking the accommodation on a Monday. We're talking to the self-employed guy who's got a couple of tradesmen and he needs a house to save a bit of money whilst he's doing a gig down south. You know, that's how our marketing is speaking to those people. I'm not mm. talking to the romantic couple that wants to go away for, you know, this, that and the other. Because... Yeah, we want those on a weekend, but they might book once every five, 10 years. The contractors mm. are booking every week and they're coming back. We're doing longer and longer stays, you know, and that, that's because our marketing's talking to them. And it's not, and when we get them on the call, there's no price negotiation. It's just, they know they're the right fit because we've told them they're the right fit for that property. And yeah, yeah. I think, I think the more you dig into that marketing aspect and the psychology of that, the, the, it's, the easier it's the game becomes, but you've got yeah, to get yeah. that. It took me a while not easy. to switch yeah. to kind of go. Yeah, yeah. So you want me to you want me to target less people? That means surely I'm going to make less money. It's like mm. no, actually, you're going to make more money by having less headaches. It's mental. Yeah, but it it's, works. It, 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 yeah, it's but it, it's it, you know it's 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 tapping into the it's tapping into the niche, but at the same time yeah. as well, you've got to be you've got to be confident enough to kind of to kind of say. No, no, we don't. We don't do discounts. Yeah. It's like, oh, but they offered me ten percent. We'll go there then. You know, you've got to stand strong. And when you st sometimes when you start talking to people in that way, they're like, you know what? I think I'll just go with them. They seem really confident about what they about who they are and what they do. You know, because yeah. we we back everything up with what we do. Because I mean, we don't retention's a big a big metric for us. You know, and and it's one of the ones that I drill down into all of my teams saying, listen, you know, sales are great. You know what I mean? But if we losing clients, yeah. I want to know, I want to know why. And like, and after a festival, I'm always looking at where we're going wrong, not where we're going right. You know, because yeah. we, I'm always looking to solve the problems to see how we can get better. But at the same time, you've got to show it's like when I say to you know people and they say, "Oh, book direct off an OTA and get ten percent discount." I'd be like, you know, I'm like, why, why, why would you discount? Why would you discount it? Why would you discount it? You know what I mean? Just you know, like you you, you can book directly because you don't need to give a discount. Yeah, do, do you know what I mean? But at the same time, I understand people's mentality. It's like, well, then they'll just book on the OTA. It's like, yes, but they're booking on the OTA because they trust the OTA. If you give your potential guests what the OTAs give, they'll be happy to, to book with you as well. But you're not giving yeah. them what the OTA, you're not feeding into what the OTA gives them, which is the trust, the confidence and the guarantee. So, I mean, but yeah, I think pricing is something that you've got to be pretty strong on um, in terms of, you know, it's like anybody. If you go to a lawyer and you say, listen, can you do this for like 200 quid? And the lawyer goes, no, we're, we're a grand. No, but could you do it for three then? You know, and the lawyer goes, mm, maybe four. All of a sudden, you're like, you're supposed to be a lawyer, man. You know what I mean? It's like you lose, you're losing, you're losing um, credibility in the yeah. negotiation. When you don't negotiate, you increase your you increase your credibility, and you might lose business at the start. You know what I mean? And people might laugh at you, but I'll guarantee in time when you keep on that. You, you build, that's where everybody wants to be at the time. The people yeah. with the money come to you. Yeah, well, we, we've just, similarly with, the, especially the management side, like people were like, oh, well, you know, we've, there's someone charging 10%. It's like, 
I'm telling you now, I know my costs of my business. So if you want a proper management company and you're the same that has, you know, multiple guest handlers, we've got listing people, we've got pricing people, we've got this, this, this. there's no way you can do it for 10%. So no. if they're doing it for 10%, have they got the team behind the scenes to support what you want in terms of value? Because you can't have both. You know, yeah. if, you, if you want, if you want a good operation, you're going to have to pay for it, but that better operation should get you more money. I've actually just put a guarantee in now into my management. Whereas if basically what I do is I'm setting a minimum benchmark with the clients. If we don't achieve that benchmark, I'm not going to charge you a fee for that month. So really putting my like neck on the line because I'm, I'm getting a bit sick of like hosts getting let down by management companies and they're just choosing the cheapest ones and or they're just you know they're in and out of all these companies so i'm saying right well listen if we don't perform that month we'll not charge you and you can set the benchmark so you know whatever that minimum needs to be as long as it's agreeable we'll set it and we'll roll it and you know but the fee's the fee you yeah, know we're giving absolutely. you this and the fee's the fee and you know and then people are like well you know, okay, you're guaranteeing that and you, you know, this, that, and the other, you've got the trust, you've got the blah, blah, blah. So it all just stacks up. So why wouldn't they then come on board? And I think a lot of people do need to get away from, you know, this price based and start focusing on value. You know, what is the value? you One, How much yeah. time are you saving? You know, what, what, what are you, but I think too many people in the initial stages just focus on cost. And I get it because it, when you start in a business, every penny does count, but you know, you've got to, you've got to, if you focused more on value, and this is one thing that I wish I did more at the beginning, you, you would end up in a much bigger place quicker. Yeah, by focusing absolutely. On cost. Yeah. But the, I mean, you know, there's a lot of, but at the same time, it's not always easy. It's not always easy to get over that hurdle. You know, I mean, I made all of these mistakes at the start, you know, when I started in this yeah, industry, like same. 22 years ago, and it's, you know, but you learn from them and, it, and it's not where you are today. It's where you plan to be that counts, you know, because of course you've got to look at cleaning and it's like, you know, I can't afford to pay certain cleaners or this and that, but you've got to understand that cleaners are the, the heart of your business because this is where referrals and retention come from because you can have the nicest property in the world. But if you've, if you've scrimped and saved on the cleaning and had your Aunt Jackie do it, <laughs> you know, and uh, you know that kind of thing. Then all of a sudden, the guest arrives, and it's like, oh, under the beds were all dusty. The microwave had food in it. The fridge wasn't clean. The, you know, the toaster had crumbs in. All of these different aspects. Um, all of a sudden, it's like, where does that fit into your reputation, your brand, your marketing? You know, all of a sudden, it's like, where's the reputation? So you have to sit there and go, no, I need to make sure that my cleaners are getting 20 pounds an hour or whatever or whatever the maximum is so if, if everybody's paying cleaners in your area 14 pounds go and pay 20 and get the yeah. best and train them because they will be the key to retention and better reviews and growth and even though yeah. you're spending more people will look at you going ha huh, you're paying 20 for your 20 pounds an hour for your cleaners you're mad that's there that then, you know, you let them get on with it. But I guarantee if you change your mentality around cost cutting against, against service, you will lose and you will never grow. You will stay on the same plateau for years and never, and never move out of that lane. You've got yeah. to start somewhere and slowly say, right, at this point, I want to be here. At that point, I want to be here. At that point, I've got to get to there and constantly adding like what you've done and like you say you've done it with uh, you know you're an expert in tech and it's and it's clear to see you know i've heard you speaking on clubhouse about it and you've you know you've in, you've been able to like take complicated tech simplify it within you know within a day or two input it into your business flip it around and use it to scale there's not yeah. many people there's not many, i can't do that you know, I had to pay somebody to do that, but you're the head of your company. You can do it. And I think people are, can, can benefit from that, which goes back to your franchise. But I think trying to get people in this industry to just think differently about what everybody else is doing. That's what you've got to start doing, you know, because if you're just like everybody, you're going to, you're going to end up being like everybody. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that, that, I think that's, um, and by the way, everybody who's listening and watching here today, like 
they, trust me, these are absolute gold gems that I wish I'd been taught, like, you know, a year yeah. ago. But um, th that, that's business because, you know, a lot of people go, right, well, what is the competition doing? Okay, well, I'll just price myself a bit cheaper, do exactly the same service, and surely I'll win all the business. And that, that, that might work for a period of time, but then being the cheapest is always going to end up with you being skint all the time and you're not going to have the money to grow. You're better off going, right, what are they doing? How can I do it totally different? Add loads of value to it. And, and then, you know, you will naturally start, you might have a bit of a slower start, but you'll naturally overtake them very, very quickly. 100%. And that's, that, that, that chip really clicked for me about 18 months ago. And I've mm. been doing it like really aggressively since yeah. and uh, sort of built that momentum. And now it's starting to, you know, really in all but areas of my business, it's starting to fly, you know. But you've but you've skill stacked and tool stacked, you know, the last 18 months, like mm. at no rate. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I mean, you have, you know, I mean, I mean, I've watched a lot of short term rental industries come and go, uh, you know, operators come and go over the years. You know, in, in the last 18 months, watching the growth of Luke Stairs and, and, Cap and Luke Capital Group, it's because of that. It's because of that mentality. That's mm -hmm. why, because yeah. you've you've stood out, because people do due diligence, whether you believe it or not, they do it you know, behind the scenes. 100%. And yeah. this is what they look at. They look at, and sometimes it's like, who do you want, you know, who do you want to take you over the river on a boat? Do you want, you know, it's like, I'm going to pay more for that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was talking to Mark Simpson and, and I was talking about, you know, like an, an analogy of like OTAs and direct bookings. It's like, would you like go and if you saw an advert for Jim's planes, you know, um, London to Spain, you know, 40% discount, book me, book with me directly, right? Or would you just go, no, you know, I will just stick with British Airways and EasyJet, you know, because you're just not going to do it. There's a psychology behind it. You're not going to move over unless you can stand toe to toe on the trust and the guarantee factor. And that's what you've done with Luke Stick. You know, you, you, you know, your web you knew your website needed improving. You went and did it. You needed your, your, the certifications needed to be added. You went and did it. Your trust marketing needed to be improved. You went and did it. You know, all these other people are still talking about it now. I mean, look, I, would, I did yeah. these talks back at the Brook Direct Show in 2020, two years ago. And I sat down, did one-to-ones with some people, told them that, all of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> two years down the line, still they're still in the same place. And like, we yeah. had that conversation two years ago. <clears throat> and you went, ah, oh, this is really interesting. I like the sound of this. Let me investigate this. You put it all together. You saw that you saw the vacuum. Oh, no. I'm going to start, I'm going to start doing it's, this. It's, it's, sudden, it's action, isn't it? It's action. Uh, yeah, I say, I say it with, um, but yeah, belief and action, I think you've got to, A, you need the trust to buy in, but I see it all the time with, you know, I've been coaching this industry now for the last few years and there was people two years ago were messaging me saying I'd like to get involved who are still messaging me now and still haven't taken the action two years ago <laughs> and done anything yeah. with it. And I like, yeah. I scream with frustration because I'm like, you don't, realize what you could have had in that two-year period how you took action back then mm. but they still struggle to do it now it's like you know and i think and they're the type of people unfortunately that like if they now want to come in board with my stuff i will say no because i know they're not the right mindset and i know they're not the right fit mm. and yeah. you know it I, I i am an action taker and i like to be around like-minded people and i think that's how mm. we all thrive in our own networks and you know, people that want to take action, they're ready to go, they're up for the challenge. They're the ones that will work really well with me. The ones yeah. that don't, won't, you know? So it's like, what, 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 what's the yeah. point? You know, you're just flogging. I'm not a, you know, there's many training companies out there that'll take money for the sake of taking money. You know, that's not me. It's, it's, it doesn't work. I'm actually very selective now about who, who actually comes on the programs and getting even yeah. more selective. But, but, but that's the thing, you can be the most expensive training company out there and everybody will still you'll be a waiting list for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. the it's job, right? Yeah, yeah if you, it, it's this it's it's getting that reputation of being the best. You know, I got taught I got taught when I was sixteen from uh from Duncan Bannertine. You, you know, there's always room for the best. Right? Yeah. So there's no such thing as a saturated market. There's always room for the best, right? And if you've got that mentality of attitude to say, you know what, 
I'm just going to go and do this. And there's people who will give you free advice. I'll, I'll give free advice. You, you know me, I'm, I'm open to give advice. And if you go out there and educate yourself on the industry, educate on how to grow, what the what's the best training courses, invest in certain things. Like you said, if you start today, two years down the line, you, you, you're a different person, different business, different revenue. But if you stay yes. in the same lane, just thinking about it and not taking the action that's out, that, that's available and that you should be taking, then you, you're not going to grow that business. So you have to make a decision. You have to be honest with yourself. I mean, I've always said to be successful, you've got to know what you want. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you end up playing around in the field and not and not and, and it's not money. It's not money either. It's not it's money. Not no, money. it's not money. As soon as you know what you want, then you know where you need to go. Yeah. If you don't know where you need to go, then you just it's like having a sat nav with no destination. Do you know what I mean? So you've got to be able to say, right, I need to sit down with myself and decide where do I want to take this business, where do I want to go, and plan it out map it out where do i want to be in five years where do i want to be in 10 years and that's your that's your kind of that's your sat nav destination but once you know that then you can go out there and do all of the training get all of the advice and put all of the strategies and techniques that all of the other people are doing to succeed and you can do it as well you just got to decide whether that's what you want i think so many people talk about yeah i want that but they really don't or they yeah. do and they're just scared to do it you know, yeah, and I think, no. uh, you know, but um, yeah, I think. Or they, or they the, know uh, what they want yeah. and then they realize how much work has to go in and they just say, I'm just, I just, and there are a lot of people like this, they're just not prepared to do it. You know, they're not disciplined enough to show up every day and do it. And, um, you know, and that's, that's the biggest thing. I mean, you know, I put a post out the other day because I could have thrown the towel in. I was fucked off. I was, you know, and I'm sure you've had many days like this as well. And like, it could have been easy to just not bother that day. But those are the days when you when you show up in, on those days, regardless of how you're feeling, they're the days that make the difference in my eyes. Absolutely. The, not the ones where you wake up, it's all rosy, you're motivated, you jump out, you know, and, you, and you're off, you know, the days when you, you wake up at 5 a.m. and you're like, really could do without mm. this today. Well, like, look, what's the point you know, in this? And, you're, you're rewarded in public for all of the work you do in private. That's yeah. pretty much what it is. Because yeah. nobody sees the four o'clock in the mornings two o'clock in the mornings, the 18 hours a day, because we've all done them, you know, yeah. and I still do them today. And, you know, and sometimes they just need to be done. But it's, but we don't talk about them. You know, I'm not putting Facebook posts out there with like, you know, <laughs> like me sitting in the office 18 hours. It doesn't matter. Nobody needs to know. But at the same time, that's what need. that's what's required sometimes. And I think, yeah. you know, you, I think you've got to be built a certain way to be a to be a, an entrepreneur for sure because you get days where you just want to give up absolutely but it's that discipline isn't it of like saying no I've come too far come yeah. too far and training your mind to understand that the pain of going the pain of moving forward is less than the pain of giving in and yeah. i mean that's what i tell myself every day you know what i mean yeah, the pain yeah. of moving forward is much less than the pain of i would be going through i give in and, that, and that's it, there's pain, there's pain both ways. Which one do you want? So I'll just choose to keep going forward, but it's still painful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to like motivate everyone and tell everyone to get going. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, well, I'm an honest guy. Yeah, we've got a few questions here. I know uh, we said we'd only do half an hour, but I'll go away, yeah. we're, we're kicking on. Let's get these answered and then we'll go and uh, enjoy our evenings. Um, Outside of certification recommendations and portfolio size to build trust, where do you see the largest trust building opportunities on websites, given users high scroll rates and lack of stopping to read copy? Good question. Good question. Excellent question. Good question. Well, this is the thing. There's two different there's two different ways of marketing, which a lot of people just call it marketing in the short term rental world. But really there's two there's two different styles. There's product marketing, which is what you see everybody doing, which is basically three bedroom apartment, uh, you know, book it now, 10% off, oh, yeah. blah, 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 you know, which doesn't work, right? Um, but they're putting it out there on socials anyway. The other way to do it is completely different, which is called trust marketing. So this isn't about certifications. This, isn't, this is about you talking about who you are as a brand, what your values are, 
so doing like the articles about trust why trust is important to your business so you're not trying to sell anybody anything you know trying to sell is the worst way to sell to market right? yeah you know it, 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 you're just not going to do it so the way to do it is talk about trust in in certain articles and in a way of why it's value to your to your business and why it's the pillar confidence trust you know people booking with us it's important you know build that trust page on your website and talk about it who you are and all of this and then you can market that but you need to stop just thinking that thrown out like um facebook posts and things like that in groups of just four three or four photos of a new property you've got with your logo on the bottom left hand corner saying you know book now 10 percent off yeah. that's just not that's just bad marketing you know what i mean so it's time wasted to, it's time wasted it's you because it's like it doesn't attract anybody so you but as you will know building a trust a trust strategy is all about trust marketing so you've got to talk about trust and why it's important to you and talk about your cancellation policies talk about your your, your health and safety policy talk about how you are a mental health aware company all of these things when you're talking about it people are reading it going oh wow, i like this company yeah they're cool they're, they seem to be they seem to be on point then they might go to your website yeah and look and look a bit more so you so your website needs to be in, on, on point as well this is the difference you know don't 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 drive traffic to a website that holds no trust because yeah i would say um also just with the you know the high scroll rates and lack of stopping to read copy uh one thing that we have discovered from basically watching what our users do on the various websites we've got is most of them don't go further than about 30 percent down the scroll so we mm. add all of our stuff in the footer your phone numbers your contact buttons that like people weren't even getting there so boom we've got them at the top you know and, yeah. and just simple things like that you so, know yeah, trying you to grab that it. attention um, but it's, but it is, to... it's about it's about marketing and marketing your business in a different way talking about who you are what your mission statement is what you're trying to build you know and, and people come across it people just get more authentic than just seeing product marketing and you yeah. know and i think that's where you've got to flip it and put a little bit of effort into writing some real good articles and displaying them and and making sure that you get a continuity on your brand across yeah. everything that you do yeah 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 talking about right now i've got the wonderful neely coming up for the weekend so um, oh wow i Excellent. am super excited for that um yeah but uh, duh, duh, duh. obviously she thought you were a pimp first time she met you but she did. <laughs> yeah. we'll not go into that uh is there <laughs> an a it's a story for another time <laughs> Is there another financial limit length of stay to the guarantee on IPROC or is it unlimited? Unlimited. There you go. Uh, quick answer to that one. As a franchisee member, does the guarantee apply to property owners that we secure via arbitrage rent to rent agreements to give them peace of mind or is it just for guest funds for their stay? Um, I'm not quite sure. If you're referring to IPRAC, and because you're part of the franchise, uh, and obviously me and Chris have talked about this, then you are IPRAC certified. Um, so your guests will be obviously your guests fall into the the Luke Stay banner. So you get you, they are protected yeah. under the the certification we've got as the master certification. So that's correct, if that's yeah. what you mean, um, yeah. If that's not the right answer to your question, just ping me a DM and I'll I'll get it answered for you. Uh, thanks to God. Da, da, da. Cool. That's it, buddy. Is awesome that session. Excellent. Awesome Good. Session. So, Could shame you can't come this weekend as well, but I know you're off to bigger and better things. But, oh, uh, yeah, I've got uh, so much uh, so much going on as well. And we, we're doing some stuff for the Monaco Grand Prix this year as well. So that's, um, that's going to be uh, a bit mental. But I, I think I'm coming over for the shorties. And the, Okay, yeah, I'm going yeah, to. I've yeah. got the shorties. Yeah, because yeah. I've will I think I I prac will have a table there, so you can okay. be on that table, and then I'm gonna right, I think I'm well. I think I'm um, also moderating a panel at the summit on the next day, the short stay summit. Is that in London? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, next I'm, the day after. I, was, I wasn't going to go to that because I was going to go to the Barcelona one, but if it's the day for the shorties, then I might as well go. So mm. it was a good event last year. To be fair, it was a really good event. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I think I'm going to do that. I've got a panel and then fly back and then, uh, yeah. Okay. Lots going on. Yeah, I'm the same, mate. I'm, I'm absolutely chocolate. I was going to go to Dubai on Sunday, but um, I'm just so much travelling at the minute. I've decided to give that one a swerve and then just the, the franchise stuff's kind of taken off, so I just want to be here a bit more. But, um, mm. but yeah, listen, mate, yeah, I'll let you go. Stuff, enjoy. Um, well, anyway, enjoy we've done an hour that. there. I know, I know. It rattles quickly, doesn't it? We probably could have done another one quite easily as well. <laughs> but uh, thanks for your uh, expertise. I'm sure everyone in the audience agrees. Uh, it's been uh, an absolute blast. And um, I'll catch up with you soon. Take care, buddy. Thank you very much for listening once again. And if you are enjoying the show and you would like to maybe get on a one-to-one Zoom call with myself so I can help you with your life and or your business, then all you have to do is leave me a review, take a picture of it and tag me in it on Instagram at official Ryan Luke. And I'll be picking somebody out to jump on that call every single month with myself.